Just remember, there's a special place in hell for women who don't help each other. In the culture wars, there are no winners, just podcasters. Only a few are willing to risk their lives in the face of some of the dumbest ideas to have ever captured human civilization. Every week, we, Megan Daum and Sarah Hader, humbly accept this mission to bring you conversations that are equal parts stunning, brave, and physically disadvantaged. Mm. Welcome to A Special Place in Hell. We're going to talk about physical disadvantage today, among other things. Mm-hmm. I know you're, you've been a little under the weather, so you're... Uh, marginalized for a while or you have been yeah how are you feeling much better now i still have a disgusting cough but other than that i feel good Mm -hmm. it's just a i think it's just something you gotta get you know what was interesting that i I, something i um ran across recently it was a little study um hypothesizing that you know you, you know that there's an iq gap between oldest siblings and youngest ones in like a family given birth order there's like an iq gap really um yeah and it's evidently it's because like, the older sibling had more attention from adults it it's could actually a lot, it could be a lot of yeah, things right yeah. it could be a lot of things but this um like paper kind of hypothesized that it might be the fact that the oldest child goes out into the world, gets a bunch of viruses, brings them back. And then the younger siblings have a lot of, you know, sicknesses and illnesses that their body has to process at a very young age. And that that might be what causes a difference, which is crazy. Oh, my brother did have more physical illnesses than I did. That's true. You're older. My, my young, and, younger. My younger. Yeah. Brother. So you, you, you brought. I brought them back. All kinds of illnesses in, and and you made him stupider. Hmm. Okay, that's <laughs> another thing he can add to his list of grievances <laughs> against me. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. You okay. never know. So I mean, I and I do think about all the all the different viruses that we just get now constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Partially because of how we live, but also because there just seems to be more of them. Hmm. Um. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Are you drugged? I'm on Sudafed. Okay, it's awesome. That's why, that's why you have that glow about you. I discovered it late in life, like in adulthood, last couple of years. I didn't know that there was such a thing. You could take this medication, and suddenly it's like a, it's like Adderall, but better. Yeah, it's like adrenaline. It's a, fed, it's a fedrin. That's why. Yeah. That's where the Fed comes from. That's the Fed. No jitters. And yeah, I mean, I'm calm, hmm. but feeling like peppy, you know, like just like alert. Okay, it's great. But now I get why it's behind the counter. You have to like put your name in. You have to sign a sheet, being like check, you know, and, oh, and right. they have like a registry to make sure you're not taking out too much. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you used to be able to just buy that. Well, I get why section. I get why yeah. now they put the put that behind the counter. I didn't know. I, I mean, I would have abu- been abusing this long before had I known what it could do. Okay. So well, better late than never. Yeah. All right. Well, we have a number of things to talk about this week. Um, we're going to talk about uh, an article that you pulled up that's mm-hmm. uh, quite interesting. And then we're going to talk a little bit about education and the state of teaching and um, maybe one or two other things, but uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad you, you pulled up this piece. This is from uh, American affairs, which is uh, like a politics journal. 
it's like a newish um right it's 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 founded somewhat recently and then yeah yeah um, it's new it's and it's kind of conservative yeah yeah it's a quarterly journal of public policy and political thought mm-hmm. um yeah so it has a it's definitely conservative i think but it's a very interesting journal it's not um the kind of traditional conservative thought um and this piece you know a, you would think that it almost doesn't fit into a conservative line that's what's interesting about like the gender conversation now is that it doesn't really fall along the lines that one would imagine yeah um strange bedfellows mm-hmm. yeah and uh this piece is called how feminism ends by Ginevra davis ginevra, um, ginevra. I, I don't know how you Wait pronounce this name maybe it's like Gineb- oh you're right ginevra you're right yeah it's, G- even... yeah, it's very interesting name g-i-n-e-v-r-a We're i just thought ginevra it. because no is... it's um either G- i don't know if it's G- Ginevra or Ginevra. Ginevra. I like Ginevra. So I know I like, I like let's it. Let's just do that. Okay, but anyway, okay. Ms. Ms. Davis. Uh, yes, and so technically, this is a review of a new of a book that came out last year from the French philosopher Emmanuel Todd, uh, um, called it, called Lineages of the Feminine: An Outline of the History of Women. So, so she's reviewing the this the book ostensibly, but it's really it's a, actually an essay. just its own standalone yeah. essay. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's quite long, actually, um, but it has a lot to do with the author and her specific problems with her female body. And that's what I found kind of interesting about this, because, you know, traditional pieces that are all like on the f- the, the female body, my body and, my, mm-hmm. you know, it's the specific burdens of this body that I'm carrying around. Like th- that was the kind of thing you would read in like a feminist journal, you know? Yeah. Um, and this is, yeah, so she she focuses quite a bit of her, um, you know, uh, it, it, she focuses the whole thesis really around her body and the difficulties of going around in a female body and the various ways that constrains you and ultimately makes it impossible for you to be as great as a man can be living in a, you know, in a, in a man's body. Um, and she, it, you know, what did you think? It was qu- quite a long piece. I liked it, but I, I, I think that you might have a different opinion. Uh, I th- look, I mean, um, this <clears throat> author, if she appears to be really young, uh, she, it looks like she graduated from Stanford in 2022. So, I mean, she's like 24 years old or something. So, uh, she's incredibly bright. I mean, this is almost like intellectual prodigy, sort of level um i do think it's a bit of a word salad it's a yeah it's 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 really long um i mean it is the kind of thing she was assigned she was assigned a book review i mean the piece is framed review essay this is you know it is a review of this book lineages of the feminine by emmanuel todd um but uh yeah so i i think that her you know she's exploring this idea of I mean, she says that we have gotten to this sort of place in feminism where we've kind of achieved all that we can, all that is really possible in terms of economic equality, educational opportunity. I mean, as we say ad nauseum on this show, women have surpassed men across many metrics. And 